All right, it's 12 May. It's about uh, 6.30 p.m. I'm at this spot in Central Park. Why am I saying where I'm at yet? It's a, it's a nice day today. Um, what's the day today? I'm a little bit, I'm mildly lit. Um, wind, mildly wind. But uh, it's May 12th, you know that. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? It's fucking Wednesday, dude. And it's pretty nice. It's a first, no, it was kind of nice yesterday. It's kind of a nice stretch, though. It feels kind of wild out. People are romping around a little bit. Um, yeah, it's, it's got a couple more hours of sundown. Um, I got a, I got a podcast with Nico Walker. Oh, yeah, but I'm just in this fucking spot I used to hit. It's actually like, yeah, it's the northwestern top piece of Central Park. And it's really sunny out. People out here chilling. I've been sipping some wine. I don't know. That's what I'm doing. But I got this podcast with Nico Walker. He's a, I mean, okay, so, so Nico Walker's author, Cherry. Did every, I mean, everyone probably knows the book Cherry. It's, uh came out 2018 on Noth, but like uh, Gian, um, the late late great Gian edited that a bunch with uh, Matthew Johnson and it was going to be a tyrant book and then but anyway Nico I first read this book came out 2018 I first I had heard about it and then I read it like it was a big part of my 2019 um I uh yeah I just pulled up to New York summer 2019 and then I was just like read I remember I was reading that for like three months and I, I read through the first half and I started reading all slowly because I was just, anyone who knows me, knows me, I was talking to people about this book a lot during that time, and I was like, I remember I had the feeling of like just not wanting to read anything else, so um, I was pretty far into the book I was working on at the time, but I remember it really helped shape, give me an idea of how to do, anyway, I fuck with this book a lot, so it was wild when, I know Nico has been tight with Gian, um, Gian DiTrapano, um, publisher New York Tyrant, passed away six weeks ago i you know i just wrote this thing for um for for mumu house for tao's website um about gian i've been it's been a wild month a lot of stuff i don't want to talk about that i just want to talk about nico i just want to do this intro um but um so so gian had a memorial in this city um a couple weeks ago and nico was coming out here for that and his He's not on any social media or anything, but his girl, uh, the writer Rachel Rabbit White, hit me up and was like, anyway, he reached out, they reached out, and we linked up that week, and Gian actually sent him my book a minute ago without even telling me some sneaky, sweet shit Gian be doing. But then, um, so, when we were out there, then it was Gian's, that was the night before Gian's memorial, then Gian's memorial happened. And um, we were gonna do a conversation that weekend because I don't know it was just it just seemed right you know like just with all the yeah so then um, we were going to but it got kind of crazy or whatever we just didn't make it happen so then we decided to touch check in in a couple weeks and during that interim period the book I was um, gonna publish with Gian um, got sold really randomly so it became. So it became this thing, it was interesting, we had planned to talk before that happened, but then there was kind of this parallel um, with what happened with Nico, insofar as he was working on the book with Gian for a minute, and then he sold it to a bigger house, and then what ended up happening, and I entered between when we decided to talk and then when we had scheduled to talk. Um, so it was from two Sundays ago, so like ten, nine days ago. So it was, and it was right after I got the news of the, the what was happening. No, it was a little bit after, but I think I was feeling a little bit. Um, in a way, I was kind of looking at Nico. I was kind of asking him, like, um, yeah, 
what was Galisto? That's kind of what we were talking about. But 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 Nico. So Nico, his first book was you know he was incarcerated um, for most much of the 2010s. I hope I'm getting this right. He didn't correct me when I wrote that in, in the in the uh, podcast description, but I should have checked with him just to get the dates right. And he and then he served it in Iraq in 2005 or early mid mid 2000s when he was pretty young. Um, and then um, infamously, uh, yeah, you gotta read the book Cherry to know figure out how I got uh, incarcerated if you haven't already but um, nah I just I mean I was pretty you know it's been a super tough month a lot of stuff has been happening a little doggy's coming up to me but um, what's that doggy? <laughs> damn cute little doggy just came up to me but um, so I guess that's kind of what we're talking about we're talking about the distinction between you know bigger versus smaller publishing different types of publishing and you know things Gian stands for and the last thing I want to say before I let, let this convo run is I had uh, when I spoke to him he, he was filming or he kept talking about how Hill William was really important to him the book Hill William by Scott McClanahan which is 2014 so like an earlier McClanahan um, <coughs> book that obviously yeah i got that episode with recline half episode 50 um and obviously sarah book is the one that a lot of people know hill williams is the first thing he put out with gian and they worked on it for a couple of years and that was one of the first books that matthew and gian um, sent him when he was when he was locked up and that was one of the first things i think i mean that's how he wrote the story but the point is it was an important book to him and then when i knew that nico was coming out um i reread the book and then i also ran back to Hill Williams. I mean, that's one of my, it's, it's an amazing book. And he had talked about it. So I kind of keep trying to slide that in. I threw that in the spine of the art. The story with the art is um, the artwork of the pod, this podcast is, I was just thinking, we were kind of talking about, you know, there's different versions of books and we go through different um iterations based on who we send it to and who we work on it with. And, and you know, so... There was this really sick Lit Hub article that I'll link, and it talks about all, all the different covers that Nico went through um, in order to get to the cover that is the book. And uh, I just seen an earlier cover, and I used that. But these motherfuckers are playing frisbee right here, so um, sounds probably getting all fucked up. So I'm just gonna let this ride out. But um, I'm I, I'm really grateful to him for being down to, to rip one. And uh, if you haven't read Cherry, it's I mean, what are you doing? You know, but what are you doing? And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, uh, he's a legend. And I'm psyched. All right. One take, darn it. Sober as butt. Yeah. Running through my mind, like. Yeah. Said I've been running through my, said I've been running through my mind, like. Trying to do my mind, like. Said I've been running through my mind, like. Trying to get my mind right. Said I've been running through my I was just running back the thing you wrote on Book Forum this morning. Um, I didn't know what you got. You and Gian didn't meet until I read that. I guess you told me that, but. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was, you know, I was in jail. Yeah, he tried to come to the jail. They wouldn't let him, wouldn't let him come to the jail. Because, uh, I don't know, I guess. it was one of these things you had to know the person before you were in prison in order for them to visit you. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I don't know. Some people, they got around that somehow. Uh, it's one of those things. They, yeah. uh, didn't enforce it. Sometimes they enforced it sometimes. And, you know, once you were turned down, 
once it was uh it was impossible to get in so yeah i you know i never never saw him at the prison and then of course uh immediately when i got out of the halfway house uh it was the same day they did uh you know the the quarantine or whatever in mississippi so you know it was, oh, the it was same locked day. down after that yeah Damn. so mm -hmm. um you were out and you when you were in prison that was in mississippi too mm -mm. okay no i was uh i was in uh i was in kentucky up in kentucky in prison for sure yeah, but i mean yeah it's like right on the ohio border uh this prison called ashland damn yeah um but uh, yeah, never never saw Gian in, in in person, unfortunately. Uh, would have liked to have, but for sure, bro, never happened. Um, that's that's fucking wild. Um, yeah. yeah, I liked what you were saying about man. I just like that. I just like that piece. I just like that piece you wrote. Um, Thank you. And I was feeling a lot of that. Yeah, I appreciate like I appreciated how you reached out um, last week and. Um, or, or for, 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 the, for the event with Gian, um, I guess I've just been feeling stuff about, you know, like this move that's happening and like um, just the craziness of everything that's happening, you know, and like whether it's like the right move to do and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, how so? I don't know, man, just like in terms of like, how I'm going in, how I've been going in. And like, I feel like I'm doing what Gian wanted me to do, but I don't know if like, it just seems like crazy or mm. if it's like gonna upset people or, you know, shit like that. Um, like, What, you, are you talking about your book or just everything? Book, yeah, the book and shit, you know? I don't know, man. Well, you, well it's like, I think Gian's thing, right? Was, I think Gian's frustration was just that literature had become about for all the things that it wasn't at a, at, a, at a time when it when it was important or when it was it was real important i think like he had a real appreciation for like kind of what you say what i mean from the beginning to the end like the whole the whole thing, the whole movement, the whole art, whatever it was, whatever it is, his biggest grievance probably, and his biggest motivation, I imagine, was just that it, it just become so uncool, you know? Yeah. Literature. Um, yeah. You know, when people thought of, when people thought of, uh, when people thought of books, when people thought of novels they didn't think of you know they didn't think of anything like outside of the boundaries of what's kind of safe you know books just kind of had become this very safe thing right um very buttoned up you know it's um like you had to go to you had to go to you had to go to college to write a book you know you had to you had to have a graduate degree to write a book something like that and you're just gonna get these real boring books a lot of time not saying that it's like if you go to graduate school you're boring or something but you know right. that's like 
the whole thing of where it's coming from. It's 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 not going to, first of all, it's not going to move anywhere because everybody's going to be taught, you know, the same thing. Um, everybody's going to get, uh, I don't know, the same list of do's and don'ts, you know, what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, what's acceptable, what's unacceptable. Um, you know, what's wanted, what's not wanted. And it's going to be a lot of, I don't know what you would say. Uh, it's just going to get homogenized. Same and shit. The same yeah. shit. It, yeah, it'd be homogenized and it'd be bougie and it'd be out of touch right. and it'd be limited in its perspective. And that's, and I, I personally agree with that. Um, it's, I mean, it's something that we've seen sort of do uh, a a kind of quantum leap lately you know um but even you know in that direction in the 90s and the early 2000s it was similar right um you know there's this there's this one way of thinking that's the accepted way of thinking it's like the the authorized (laughs) the authorized thoughts that you can have right the authorized things that you can say and and that that's you know that's that's again sort of becoming an issue but uh you know even before this period we're going through now uh if you go back you know 30 years um or 20 years uh it was just uh it was just as much an issue except it was it, it was shaped by a different source. And I think that source was, or source, a different authority or, or, or the version, right. you know, came from a different authority. And it was, it was, uh, it was definitely, definitely kind of the, uh, you know, you had, you had the magazines and you had, uh, you had the colleges and they, and they were all kind of on the same page and, and they were kind of moving together and there were, uh, and there wasn't much to disrupt it. I mean, even when you talk about the books that were sort of outliers from that time and uh, people who'd got a lot of following and things like that, there was, you know, these books, they all kind of had the same politics and these books, right. they all had um, this, that kind of pedantic. For sure air about them uh that you know nothing against david foster wallace right but i mean david foster wallace he's kind of like you know maybe he would he would have been like the outsider and and he was and he had a different perspective and you know credit to him for that but there was still a kind of pedantry that was going through uh his stuff for sure that that limited its ability to connect with people and to really uh, break outside of the, you know, what is literature versus just what's books, you know, what's fiction, you know, what's popular novels. I guess there were, it came like 
you know, there were novels that were popular and then there, there were novels that were literature, right? Right, and, right, uh, right. Well, you think the and, root of that is like, I mean, on the one hand, there's like, I think one energy, like it goes to like a puritanical source in terms of like what you can and can't say. Mm -hmm. But in terms of the and needing yeah. to be a kind of, uh, you know, I, I sometimes think about like the beginning of like expertise talk, like, yeah, I, 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 but I vaguely remember like in the end of like the 1800s or something like that's when like all these um, um, like departments of the government expanded and then they added like all these like expertise like departments to talk about certain categories of stuff and that was yeah. aligned with like the, the government so then like when people speak in that way it seems to give it, it, it gives, seems to give it more validity. Um, that's the yeah, idea, sure. that's the idea, but then it, it just, it also, I, I see what you're saying, you know? And yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right about that. I mean, it's just, it's like now we're being murdered by these experts, right? It's the experts right. all the time, you know? Right. Uh, right. You got, uh, you got some guy, you know, he's been farming his whole life and, and uh, you know, the people that came before him his people before him were farmers their people were farmers right. you know and then you know you've got uh some somebody coming in from monsanto you know coming in and telling right. him you know this is how it's going to be done you know right. and uh right. um because he's the expert and right. the expert is 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 operating you know from within the machine because the machine created them the machine invented and paid for them you know yeah uh, uh made made the expert who the expert is and uh you know fuck what uh fuck what the guy was actually doing it knows you know they don't care there. yeah i mean they're always gonna there's always gonna be um money involved as far as that's going to be the determining factor you know who's got the juice right. and uh you know little guy he can know he can know the right way but you know when uh when the uh when the corporation comes through you know they, what's he gonna do He's, he can't stand in their way they're gonna roll over you know yeah i mean i mean if you've ever seen that read that uh omnivore's dilemma you know about oh, yeah you know people getting sued over over seeds right you know because because okay. monsanto genetics get get into uh you know get into what they're using what they're growing with and and uh you know just something is that they're completely helpless against coming into their their product or getting onto their farm and now they're in a position where the corporation's got all this leverage over them you know they can expropriate you know the, the these people's you know separate them from their farm you know take over then they grow further and further the more they put right. people out of business the more they lean on people you know the stronger they get the worse the problem is right. um and a similar thing i guess happened uh i don't know happened uh with literature at some point you know you right, used to right. think about you used to think about books and you'd have uh you know you'd have there were writers who were a big deal, like a, like a real big deal, you know, like just, a, just as big a deal as anything. And that's not really the case anymore. Um, because I mean, there's this divide, 
you know, I'll, the people who are the most popular writers, the people, you know, the people who are the most read, you know, the people who, the people who the, the, I don't know, the man on the street is, is feeling, I guess. Right. I mean, I, I don't know. I probably shouldn't use such a, such a archaic no, I know phrase, what but I remember in prison, mm-hmm. you know, people like the guys that were reading to entertain themselves, you know, they were, you know, they were reading hood books. They were reading, you know, as far as kind of like more traditional uh, publishing products, I guess that they were consuming. It was definitely like stuff like Patterson, James Patterson, you know, David Baldacci and and Lee child and stuff like that. I mean, that was the stuff. That was the stuff that was really consumed a lot, and people right. people liked it. And and, and uh, you know, you come you come around and you try to show them something else. Maybe you're talking to them. And you see, you know, they got the you got the bald dachi right there, and you're you're trying to put them onto something else. And I mean, you can you can definitely you can definitely succeed, but you have to be careful in what you're doing because. Uh, you know, you don't, people don't respond well to, a lot of people don't respond well to shit that they think's pretentious, right? Right, right. And that was sort of, I guess, uh, there was a moment, I guess, when, uh, what would you say, that the highbrow shit in the book, uh, fiction, whatever, in the fiction genre. Yeah. Um, went in a direction that a lot of people just didn't give a fuck about, right. you know, and it wasn't, it wasn't for, you know, it wasn't the fault of any individual writer, maybe, right. um, but who, who, you know, who were turning out that stuff. I mean, uh, it's not on them necessarily. I think it's just kind of on how, how the the perception of it have been shaped, uh, you know, in the in the mass media through the mass media, and and uh, you know, there's this idea almost, you know, that like, you know, highbrow books were for you know were for educated people, right. and um, and uneducated people couldn't appreciate them and it was a sort of elitism i think that you know if fucking they say this is like you know now i think we pretend like it doesn't exist anymore or we're we're past that point and i would say that we're just as much in that point as we ever we ever were uh you know dividing uh dividing our society between you know people who are people who are capable of understanding things, people who are, you know, for lack of a better word, smart people, and then sort of the, the unwashed masses, I guess, right? Breaking you into know, lingu- linguistic classes. It's linguistic classes, you know what I mean? For sure, for sure. And then, and there's a lot of, uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, what do you call them, uh, 
don't know, there's just a lot of telling things. You listen to somebody talk and subconsciously, I think, you know, you, you're trying to figure them out. You're, you're trying to figure out where they come from based on right. how they talk. And you, right. and you can definitely go astray doing that. But, you know, and, and in some cases, you know, you may often be right. But, you know, the fact that you can be wrong so many times, for sure, you know, this proves the rule. For sure. I mean, what's and, the, yeah. I'm sorry, not to go on. I guess I, I'm making oh, a really long point, but let it ride, I, I want to finish it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, when it, when, it, when it was, you know, the reader has to be, you know, the reader of this highbrow shit, you know, this is for educated people, okay? This isn't for everybody. Right. So, you know, it becomes sort of something that caters to itself, right? It's 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 it started to cater to privileged people. It started to cater to people who, you know, uh, have opinions on things that they never experienced themselves, exactly. and are so certain of these opinions because you know they're smart people, so they don't need to experience anything because, you know, they can just sort of observe um, the sub subjects of these little science experiment type things that happen in society and we, and we see oh yeah well we understand this guy and we can understand everything and why he did this and why he did that I understand this lady and where you know where she went wrong and why she's having the problems she's having and why these people don't like these people because you know even though we don't deal with it ourselves you know we're the ones who are the best qualified to judge it because you know we're educated and we understand I mean we took a socioeconomics class between yeah. bong hits and yeah. at Bard or whatever and right. I don't know it's we just, know it's I, good for you we know it's we know it's good for you we know better and than you know for yourself which is can't... yeah which is totally fucking ironic though because it's like uh, the book the, the where the book comes from the existence of books was about taking power away from the elites taking the of control of knowledge away from you know the people with the money and the people with the with the police and the and the soldiers and the armies and, right. and all the gold you know taking the taking the 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 the, the control or like the stewardship of, of knowledge and human yeah. thought and and democratizing it right and 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 making it free that was the reason that you know they started turning out books and printing presses instead of you know having having a bunch of monks you know right. copying by hand right right and it was Report why books were dangerous right reporting from the streets yeah i mean you look at a lot of the people i mean you know shakespeare right shakespeare was not uh, a, res a respectable member of society you know he was uh i mean may, may, you know he was an out i mean people in theater right. i mean they they weren't they weren't considered uh respectable for sure right? okay right. yeah well or like you know talk about like uh you know uh somebody like uh Chaco or, or or francois Vallone or you know kind of like the um i don't know the what, what is he uh the the songs of deeds or whatever the chanson de jess or whatever okay. those poems you know okay. these, these these kind of the origins, I guess, of like what this is now. I mean, these were these were people who were real, real uh, 
real messed up with the law a lot of times or, right. or on the right. periphery of society. I mean, uh, you talk about uh, Canterbury Tales. I mean, I don't think people, uh, I mean, people maybe they hear Canterbury Tales and they say, oh, you know, that's, that's literature and they have an idea of it being this real proper thing and all this. And I mean, uh, Canterbury Tales was one of the most obscene fucking things you'll ever read. You know, for sure. For sure. I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Same, same with the Shakespeare you ever shit. With it? I never fuck with the Canterbury Tales, but you know, it's making me think of. Uh, I got put onto this book called. Um, um, it's it's just, it's like anonymous writer, but it's called like uh, Lazario de Tormes. It's like fifteen mm. hundreds. It actually what Don Quixote. I mean Cervantes read to write Don Quixote, and it's anonymous, mm. and it's just these stories about this little boy. And he's like an orphan and he's out here stealing shit. And then he, every, every story, he gets a job working for somebody. Like he gets a new master, but then he always does some shit, like steal some bread or some shit. And then he gets kicked out. Um, and then he has to find a new one. Like he's just scrapping and it's anonymous. There's not even a, a writer of it. And, and that's making me think of that. And then even, I mean, look, at if you, I was thinking just now, if you think about another way of validated a story, you know, in the heroic times, you got to go, you're reporting back from war. Think about that, bro. You have to go, the Iliad, all that shit, someone has to go fight some shit and then come yeah. back and then they tell the stories of what happened. And that's what validates it. That's kind of interesting in the context of your shit. I just thought of that right now. Well, uh, yeah, a couple things about that, right? Um, I want to I want to say one thing about Canterbury Tales, right? To tell you, just give you an idea of how how subversive Canterbury Tales is, right? Okay, so there's this there are these there, there are these people they're on this pil there are these people who are on this pilgrimage, right? Uh, to go uh, to go uh, I guess uh, I guess they're gonna go see where the Archduke Canterbury had been martyred or something, right? And whatever, so they're okay. they're they're uh, religious pilgrims, right? And they're all just kind of telling where they come from, naturally enough. It's sort of like uh, the Decameron or whatever, where, where, you know, people take turns telling tales. And it's kind of, it's like a collection of short stories. And I guess the thing that makes it a cohesive work is it's just there are these people in this, in, 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 who are together who are all telling their, their story. Oh, and God, I forget which one it is specifically, right? Um, uh, I, I'm thinking it's the innkeeper's tale. Maybe it may be, it may be, uh, I may be off about which one specifically it is. It goes by like trade like that kind of. This is part, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it does. Yeah. It goes by. Yeah. And it is a a fair amount of different people, you know, groups of different people and things in it. But um, so there's this part in the Canterbury tales where this guy's telling this story. Okay. This guy's trying to catch his wife cheating on him right so okay. he he climbs up a ladder to the a window to try to uh i don't know try to catch her in the act i believe sure. is how it goes sure. right and um yeah just as he does this um you know somebody's coming down the ladder i guess if somebody's in the window and they're not in a i don't know they're not dressed i guess and, I... and this man ends up kissing somebody's anus Goddamn. An accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty lurid. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> and then, but this is, you know, this is, uh, this is in the, 
you know, this is in the, the pantheon, right, of English literature. I mean, this is where it comes from. I mean, that's some down, that's some kind of down in the gutter shit, you know what I mean? But it's, you know, sure. it's, it's humorous, it's relatable, you know, and people, people enjoyed it, you know, and I'm not saying that it's just like, just being lewd is, is enough, but it's like, you know, don't be boring, man. If you're going to be funny, be funny. Not like, oh, 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 right, funny, right, right, but right. like real funny. For sure. Um, And then, you know, what you're saying, those. I guess, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, about, uh, you, you brought up uh, Cervantes, you know, Cervantes was, uh, you know, Cervantes was kind of one of these guys that you're talking about. I think Don Quixote, um, Don Quixote is, I don't know, it's probably maybe the first anti-war book, really, if you, if you oh, think word. about it. I mean, okay. the idea of sort of, making a joke out of uh all that chivalry and and night yeah. bullshit you know oh, going yeah, around okay. fighting things you know right uh, that don't exist that are all in your mind i mean right. what's what's what it's an anti-war book clearly for sure and cervantes, you know cervantes was in the battle of lepanto which was right. uh you know this kind of uh it was it was a situation not unlike uh, you know, one of the world wars that we have here, uh, there's a situation where, um, you know, up until very, very, up until the Battle of Lepanto, basically, yeah. which, uh, yeah, let me, let me pull up the exact date of it real quick. The war that Cervantes oh. fought in? Yeah, I, I'm going to pull up the date. Let I, me see when it was. 1580, control the Mediterranean. I mean, if they, they couldn't really sail through the Mediterranean um, and, and, and do as they liked there because the, I mean, uh, they just, there were, there were Muslim empires uh, and, you know, North African empires right. and empires that were in the, uh, uh, in the Levant that um, they, they controlled, the, you know, Right. They controlled the Mediterranean. That's why Columbus had to start sailing west in the first place, was because they didn't run shit they in the Mediterranean. And that's yeah. like, the, is that like that's like the Moors and shit? Is yeah, Moors. Um, yeah, definitely. But I mean, if you know, if you were, if you were like on one of these boats, you know, from coming from Christendom, and maybe you were trying to go from, you know, Sicily to right. Sicily to to Greece or to or to Palestine or something like that, you know, yeah. you had a real good chance that that your ship was going to get you know taken by you know say these pirates, right? right and right. you know, so you know the whole ship gets raided or gets t gets taken. Everybody on the ship is taken. They're they're sold into slavery and stuff like right, that. Right. Um, it's, you know, people were really in their feelings about it, right? And. Uh, <laughs> It's almost and, similar uh, shit to now. Yeah. Control of that area. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Is real it? tragic what's going on in Libya right now, for instance. Yeah. They got like open air slave markets and shit. It's fucking awful. But so Cervantes was in the Battle of Lepanto and lost his fucking hand in the Battle of Lepanto. 
And, uh, you know, that was uh, Lepanto, man. That was like, that was the probably the, the biggest fucking battle that had ever been up until then, as far as, you know, the history of, you know, your, Europe was concerned anyway. I mean, this was, this was something on just a, a massive scale. I mean, you had, it was a multi, I guess it was kind of pre-nation, but whatever. A lot of people chipped right. in right. for this right. for this thing. It was, I think, it was called the Holy League or something. But it yeah, was right basically now. Christendom versus the Muslim, right. you know, the Muslim empires. And it was a very huge, a very big naval battle for control. And Damn. you know, Cervantes was in this thing, and you know, he loses a fucking hand, I believe. Uh, and and I'm not 100% sure if that's correct because it's been a while, but I remember since I've learned all all this shit, but I I remember that that he was certainly in it, as was, uh, I think, Don Juan. I think that's where Don Juan takes place. Okay, okay. Don Juan is the, uh, whatever, neither here nor there. So Byron was writing about that. Um, But, so this is Guy, um, you know, he he went to war. He went and then to came war, back, and, and then the he thing. told the story. Yeah, well, he That's told the story, but um, you know, I think he. I mean, let me look. When did Don Quixote come out? So Don 16, Quixote, 1605, I think. Yeah, because I, yeah. I hit that. So, the first half was 1605. Second half was 1615. Because I hit that a couple of years ago, and I read it slowly. So that's only. That's why I know that. So this guy's response to this huge sort of uh, turning point in history that was this battle is to write Don Quixote which is just makes a complete mockery of 90% of the shit that he had just gone through, I suppose, right, you know? Right, right. And that was how he, that was how he processed it, which is, it was just, I don't know, which I, which I find admirable, you know? I, mean, but, I fucking can almost see, I don't even know. I can almost see, a, not that you making a mockery of shit, but you going in ripping stuff about your experience out there in a real way. Is yeah. that fair? Is that a fair comparison? Um, it's yeah. I mean, it's similar in, in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, it's similar in a lot of ways. I just, uh, um, yeah, I think going into it, I, I, you know, as a kid, I was, I was stupid, you know, and I'd been raised on a lot of, uh, a lot of television, right? So, you know, at least now people have alternative sources of information you know when right. i was when i was starting out i mean there were literally like four five channels you know on tv right. and right. you know there, there was no internet and you know so like say when like the gulf war happened i mean there was no there was no dissent you didn't the first gulf war in the 90s there was no dissent there was nobody was you know skeptical of why why it was happening or or the things that had led up to it you know there's one there was one narrative yeah and everybody you know everybody just knew saddam hussein's a bad guy right right? he's a bad guy and uh you know he he killed (laughs) i love the one where it's like he kills his own people right yo this guy kills his own people he's terrible he kills his own people yeah he kills his own people, so we gotta like we so gotta go kill his people because he kills his own people. What sense does this make, you know? And obviously, you know, I mean, all the fuckery that went on where 
you know, Iraq was basically a proxy that fought Iran for the United States. The United States paid Saddam Hussein to fight the Iranians, right? right? And the United States double-crossed him, and he said, fuck you guys, right? (laughs) Fuck it. And, you know, did his own thing. And I'm not saying he's a good guy, but I'm just saying, you know, are there any good guys? You start a thing and then try to solve it. Yeah, I mean, just that happens you know, over and over. Just because there's, you know, just because you got a bad guy doesn't mean that the that the guy he's, he's against is necessarily a good guy, you know. But we were always the good guys. Yeah. Right. So, but that's uh, what people are gonna do is they're gonna we were the good guys in it. Right. They're gonna look at. I don't know. I was I was actually looking back at my notes from Hill William because we were talking about it, and there's a part in there when uh, McClane, uh when when the narrator tells the story of um um like or i think it's about when he the narrator is real young and he losing his virginia uh, virginity with this with this girl outside and he's saying some shit to her and then at the end he's like that's that's what you're supposed to say to girls because i i seen it on tv yeah. like, I, like i heard it on tv like and everyone's just gonna listen to what i i don't know I, like all the shit you were saying earlier about you know what i'm saying like how literature is how it's being bombed out how that's so huge part, that's such a huge part of Gian, um, Gian's yeah. vision with stuff. Like, I don't know, like, what's the solution to that though? Cause it's like, I mean, I told you this when I seen you, like when I was reading Cherry the first time, it was a double thing going on in my brain. Like one was just the yeah. story and being excited by the story and the writing. Another element of it was being like, but bro, this came out on a damn, this is a damn vintage. This is a big five, whatever. Like, how did, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, so it's like, I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like, is it just all fucked? Like, isn't that the battle we're fighting to try to, to expand what can count? You know, like, I, I, you know, Mets might be leading, you know, based on stuff we, you know, you know, but like sometimes, I don't know, last couple of days, like, I thought that, I thought that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> like, I thought that was good. Yeah. You know? No, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, is it definitely helped me out a lot that you know Tim O'Connell from Knopf wanted to work with the manuscript, you know, and uh, you know, yeah, you know, where I went with Gian, you know, Gian, Gian was was very hands off, of course, and you know the way he had edited Jerry it was like in vignettes, and there was no it was in very small pieces and it was not in chronological order. And, uh, you know, um, there wasn't, you know, there weren't so many arcs and stuff like that, that, that kind of the way it was, it came out later. I mean, the book that Gian sold to Knopf was, was different from the one that Knopf put out. I mean, Tim O'Connell and uh, Anna Kaufman is his assistant there. You know, they did a lot of work. And they made, uh, you know, they they made me make some decisions as far as, you know, there are definitely things that were taken out of that book that, you know, obviously it's hard to get a writer to take some shit out of a book. Sure. And, and, and they did, uh, you know, they did, they did get that, you know, they wanted, they wanted it to be very focused um, and, and, and have, you know, have a direction that you know, of course, went in chronological order, like I was saying, and kind of, um, you know, had these arcs and things like that. And they didn't want, um, 
you know, they didn't want kind of the peripheral things going off on tangents and, and, and getting away from it. And, um, you know, they definitely, uh, they definitely, uh, they definitely wanted to kind of keep it on topic and keep it focused. And they wanted to as well, uh, you know, they wanted there to be a bit more there kind of, I guess, maybe to take the place of the things that, 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 you know, had, right. had uh, been, been taken away. So, you know, as far as kind of what you were saying, like the ranting, right. I think, um, uh, you know, the, there, there are a couple sections, the like, feeling of it. yeah, the, the couple of, the, I guess the sort of, um, more expose sort of writing kind of bits in that book. I think, uh, the, there's a kind of like summing things up, right? I think okay, that it happens twice in the book. I think in yeah. Iraq when he's yeah. when it's going through the part where he's talking about, you know, um, you know, the DVD with the March of the Penguins. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, not 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 masturbating uh, to to other girls other than his wife when he's in right. Puerto Puerto Shitter. Yeah, whatever. You know that that part. You know, is like that. That wasn't in the in the tyrant version of, of Cherry. Yeah, Tim. Uh, Tim. Had, Tim had asked me for for writing like that. You know, he he wanted me to go long. Was what he was saying. So, you know, he kind of wanted me to do the things that, like you said, like you know those big whatever big five whatever you know those those the people that are on those imprints you know he wanted me to 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 do that you know he didn't want it to be like an alt lit book and then uh the the other one kind of uh towards the end <clears throat> where it uh <clears throat> where it talks about the main character's infidelity um to uh emily, emily. where where you know he meets the, the the lady with the kid at school, yep. you know, and whatever that whole thing. Yeah, that sort of uh, longer flow of writing, um, you know, that that was not in the in the Tyrant version either. Um, and so, you know, the and also there were a lot of characters that well, not a lot, but they're probably about oh, I don't know, maybe six six more characters in the. Uh, in the version of Cherry from Tyrant that were consolidated into, you know, okay. two or three people, I guess. Yeah. And then um, there was, uh, what else happened there? Uh, um, oh yeah, like uh, Tim cut the, uh, cut the, cut about, a, I'd say a third of the Iraq stuff out. Um, it was longer well. originally? Yeah, the Iraq, the Iraq part went on uh, okay. quite a bit longer. And, you know, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it did kind of, it was leaning more, I, I, I still say, and I mean, anybody who, who knew me and who knows me knows that's, that it is a work of fiction, you know, but it definitely was more leaning towards, you know, a memoir ish sort of vibe than uh, it was it was towards like an actual novel when uh when i was doing it for tyrant and uh uh versus when i was doing it for tyrant right and um so anyway um you know definitely it going to that direction and because i'm not trying to 
the shit on that. You know, I mean, <clears throat> I have respect for people who, you know, that is what they study. That's their area of expertise, you know, and they know how it's done as far as like what the industry does, what makes things, you know, this as opposed to that. Like, you know, the difference between um, what they do and what other people do. And, and I have respect for that. Um, and I also have a lot of respect for what Gian did too, because Gian, you know, you know, he didn't want to put himself in the middle of things, you know, and, but at the same time, he didn't have to, he didn't have to do anything because he was, you know, his whole goal was to go against the fucking flow. Right. So he didn't have that pressure. So to see the difference between the two and how between him and Tim O'Connell and how they, how they did it, you know, it's, it, it tells you things. And I mean, it, it, what it's told me is that, uh, and, and not, and I'm not taking anything away from Tyrant, but I think part of the reason you don't see more, uh, you know, the more of these big publishing houses, uh, you know, doing what Tyrant does is that they are under a lot of pressure to put out a product that, you know, people recognize is what it's supposed to be, you know, and, um, and it's a challenge. It definitely is a challenge. Um, and you kind of, you say, well, you know, what, what are you supposed to do? I mean, it's the problem that, that everybody has, you know, it's the problem that I have right now, um, you know, working on a book that I'm working on now and I've been working on for a long time yeah. is, uh, you know, is it good enough? I mean, don't just because somebody's got an interesting perspective doesn't mean that they need to be writing a book, right? Yeah. It's like, are you going to put the work in? Are you going to go through, you know, are you going to go through the hurdles? Most importantly, you know, are you going to listen to people who are trying to try, trying to help bring you up? And, uh, you know, because it, it's, it's, it's not a one person thing. One person's name's on the on on the cover that's the author right and um and you know um that is uh that 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 is important i mean the author definitely does you know 90 percent of the work for sure um uh, more than i don't know what how you would break it down the author does a lot of work right, right but i right, mean right even nobody does anything alone absolutely nobody does anything alone i mean it takes you have to give that you you know you have the editors you have the editor's assistant you have you know the editor's boss you have the i mean uh one of the reasons cherry was successful was because you know paul bogars uh uh was the guy who got it for to be in charge of publicity. And I mean, he was right. the, he was the head guy down there at, at Knopf. And he just, you know, he did a real great job of getting it into the right hands and making sure it was reviewed and, right. and that it was getting attention, um, you know, and then if you really want to get it, I mean, you got the guy who prints the books, you got the guy, who, you know, who, who drives the books on the truck. I mean, for sure, for sure. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot more than just this author that goes into the making of a book. And uh, the author's got to be humble enough to realize that and to appreciate that, I suppose. Uh, 
you said it yeah. it's you said it helped you a lot that 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 happened but do you feel like it also helped the game uh by well, it coming uh, out like that yeah i'm sorry i take a long time to make a point because no, I, always, you good. I always gotta make sure i qualify every remark i just wanted to think minutes say it before bullshit. i forgot it nah i'm just, no, 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 I'm just no. i was thinking about that you know because I, I mean it's a leading question because i feel like i feel like it's most one of the most different you know i get it, you gave me hope and and you know because at the same time like you said it like people decide what what's what's what hits art wise artistically so yeah aren't people incentivized to put out stuff that hits for people do you know what i'm saying like i don't know well, well i mean yeah but I, yeah no for sure there is the incentive and they wanted to sell and they want to move and i think uh i think that uh i don't know i mean i uh it, it certainly is is what it is. You know, there are a lot of people who didn't like Cherry, though. They didn't like Cherry. They said, you know, it was a, uh, you know, a misogynist book. I mean, I disagree, obviously. Some people said it was a racist book. I mean, I think it's a book about racism. I don't think the book itself is racist. You know, yeah. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that, uh, you know, it pretty clearly is not. But, you know, you definitely have the public to account especially nowadays you know i mean yeah. shit, you print a, you print something and it's a bit too controversial you know you may end up persona non grata it may be the last book you ever do the stakes are pretty high right. and again you know a lot of people a lot of people involved a lot of people depend on shit you know to to go right and then you know there are a lot of people whose reputations are at stake when a book comes out yeah. so you know, I'm not going to like act like it's the easiest thing in the world for them to just go and grab up whoever they want and say, all right, you know, like, you know, you're, you're coming from an interesting place. You're coming from an interesting place. Woo, 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 you know, let's, right. let's get it going. I mean, it's, it's a bit more complicated than that. Um, I definitely respect the fuck out of tyrant for, uh, for doing what it did um, and bringing people in. I mean, you talk about, um, uh, I mean, just, uh, I mean, we talked about Hill William, but it's like uh, an, uh, one of the all time great books of, you know, this century uh, was, uh, was the Marie Calloway book. For fucking sure, dude. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, what was it? What? What purpose did I serve? Yeah, my life served. Yeah, what purpose did my life serve? What purpose did I serve? Yeah, what purpose did I serve my life? Yeah, right? yeah it's a long, no, in your life, right? Yeah. And, yeah, so I mean, um, and you, and that book came out. <laughs> and people. What purpose did I serve in your life? I didn't hit that. Yeah, what purpose I did I serve in, in your life? And people, people just absolutely fucking just, I don't know. They did not hold back. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they were so offended by it and you know, it's, yeah. it's funny. I mean, I think if these people who had the reaction to that book, you know, because this is before hashtag me too, this is before, right. you know, it's ahead of its time. We'll put it yeah. that way. You know, if these people, who has said the things that they said about that book right now could have their comments about uh, the author and their comments about the book 
you know, pulled pulled out from the past and you know right. put next to the name today is something right. they tweeted or whatever the fuck people do, you know. Now, shit. Yeah, I mean you're saying I mean the the classism, the sexism, the, the you know, the vitriol right. of the of the classism, the elitism, the, the the sexism. And I mean it's just it's really fucking disturbing. For sure. Um, it's disturbing. And those are, you know, those are in the book now, too. You can see them. And I mean, it's yeah. just, um, but, you know, I think we can look back on that and say, you know, that that it holds up and it, it stands the test of time. There's some great lines in it. Um, I was just looking at it the other day and I think uh, what uh, is something like I went back to my my hostel and triumphantly took a nap. It was about, you know, yeah. I don't know, this lady's meeting some trick in England, right? Or something, yeah. right? And it's just like this great, this great line. It's just, it's just, I don't know. You, you'll have, you'd have to read the book. I mean, I know you have, but sure. listening, you'd have yeah. to read the book to really get it. Um, but, you know, it's, a, you know, it's about, uh, it's about a young woman who's, um, you know, selling them, you know, who's giving herself away to men who are, uh, you know, got more money than her. For sure. And, and, and uh, you know, more protected by society than she yeah. is. And that's, that's what it is. Yeah. And, um, and her experience with that. And, uh, you know, this book, this book got a lot of people riled up, you know, and not in a good way. And, uh, you know, people were very dismissive about it, you know, and, uh, you know, I can only imagine what that would have been like to have been the author of that book or to have been the person who put that right. book out. Right. You know, you'd be like, you know, oh, my God, you know, not only is like oh, I'm losing money on this thing, but it's also like, what did I put this girl through, you know, right. having to do this. Right. And, um, <clears throat> you know, so, I mean. When you challenge the system, or when you when, when you when you go against the grain, there's a you know there are consequences for that, and sure. people may not be in a hurry to pay those consequences to pay that price. Yeah, and it's a lot easier to just kind of stick to the stick to the norm. And what's the norm now? You know, I imagine yeah. right now, you know, right now maybe you know right now that book could be published and uh not receive the sort of backlash that it did right but you know it took that book being published you know years ago and right. going through all that to really pave the way right for you know i mean to that's get what to, it, to, yeah where just, it is now where they could that's yeah. that's i feel like there's got to be some of that if it's if 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 hard work is doing something, I don't know, like there's gotta be, cause a lot of times the things that get sparked by, by people ranting unhindered about it, they're unselfconsciously exposing stuff about what they think about the world and then bringing that into speech. You know what I mean? Like, and definitely. Yeah. And I would also say they're kind of like, you know, offering proof of why the book needed to be exactly written, why I the mean, book ought to have been written. There's a lot of stuff like I don't even know like, yeah. Uh, when I go, I don't, I don't, I don't want to throw anybody. Or, but whatever, it's like, like just 
this this narrator when I go on about stuff like this narrator like sounds stupid wouldn't be able to say that smart thing also because that's not how people you know what I'm saying <laughs> like yeah. try to make a point about realism but you making a point about your understanding of of that first thing we were talking about with class and shit I don't know like mm. yeah uh I, yeah i would say yeah but i mean it's like yeah again it's like uh i mean it's just this is this is and then but you know i guess kind of you saying you know what what should be done i mean yeah god i mean what i wouldn't get for my own press you know i mean who wouldn't want to have their own right but oh yeah for sure. i think that um like uh um it has to be you know, it's first of all, if we if you if you were to say that, like, well, we have to do it this way, we have to make sure that like outside of perspectives, right, are right. being represented. Well, then just by saying that the old the old perspectives are now the outside of perspectives. Right. So you have to be careful, like you can't eliminate everything. Right. Right. You can't eliminate you everything can't eliminate. from like of what is of what is considered, you know, literature again, you know, like. You oh, can't, you you can't, can't go just back keep cycling stuff. Right, right. No, no, no. no. What I'm saying oh. is like, you know, if you say, oh, okay, well, you know, um, we only want, you know, books by, you know, outsiders, you know, with sort of like edgy kind of, right, right, <laughs> edgy right, sort right. of like, you know, less safe lives, you know, you know, you're doing a disservice too. I mean, you shouldn't do it just by whose perspective it is. I'm not saying that. Right. Yeah. At all. Yeah, yeah. No, I know you. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you wouldn't say that. So you right. have to be careful. It's right. Like, you right. Know, there, there are people who are, are in this system. I mean, right. I mean, um, you know, who, who write very well. And, you know, I mean, the thing is, you don't want to get into a situation where it's just, you know, you have a sort of archetype or a sort of criteria that you check off as far as who the person who's writing the book is, you know, it's like, right, check, check, sure, check, check, bro, check, and sure. then you get a shitty book because, you know, they can't fucking write. I mean, the first of all, like, it was like the thing in like Sarah's book with, with Scott McClanahan and yeah. when he talked about teaching writing and it's like, yeah. you know, everybody's like, he's is the is this character like a good person or a bad person oh, yeah, and all that yeah. shit right but um and then he says you know the only thing i know about writing is you know the only rule i know about writing is don't be boring right you know and that's that's it a don't be boring right that's it b actually no there's two things a don't be boring a be fucking good at writing right you know and i uh, I mean, I mean but dude there's things like we know. had that conversation last week or a couple weeks ago and you were talking about dialogue and hearing reading stuff on the page that sounds like the world in a way it usually isn't on the page and that like obviously it takes work to get our object into a our object shape but that basic thing that's all I'm saying is like like there's just a disconnect about how you hear stuff in the world and the type of things people say in books. And you were saying that like, like that prerequisite to be able to get to a place of hear, uh, convey how the world sounds in a different way has nothing to do with your ability to write. That has to do with how you move through the world. You know what I'm saying? And most people who are moving through the world like that 
aren't fucking writing. Like that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, so like that element of, a lot that's of what excites me too. It's and, about and a lot listening. Of people don't li- it's about listening. Like, I don't know, like, just like this book fucking, I don't even know, like the Clanahan, all the Pink's books, like that's just some shit that gets me excited. That's just some shit that gets me excited. And then when it's able to be fucking cycled into a shape, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm, I might be deluding myself, but I don't want to think that, especially now with how the world is, that, that this divide between literature and randos telling stories on the street has to be distinct. I, I, I want it to not be, bro. I want it to not be, you know? And maybe yeah. I'm fucking full of shit. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what? The thing, is, the thing is, the thing is, the thing is, I think that's what Gion's mission. That was Gion's mission, I felt like. But go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And that's why I think we've, I mean, it's just like people who don't even know who Gion was don't know what was just lost. Um, sure. And he was, uh, you know, he, if he didn't move, you know, the needle in the sense that, you know, Tyrant was selling tons of books and it were, it was a household name or something like, like that. He definitely lit a fire underneath yeah. the people who had that reach. It's for damn sure. <clears throat> and that, uh, <clears throat> and that's not, you know, that's not there anymore unless somebody takes it up. Right. And, uh, but, you know, back to what you're saying about, um, that back to what you're saying about you know listening to what's what you know listening to how people talk right yeah. and like rendering these characters so that they're real i mean dialogue's gonna make or break somebody you know i don't you know you could fucking you can have like five pages worth of you know description right you can have five pages worth of description with their physical appearance right you know, their personal history, you know, yeah, exactly. their whole resume, right? Their whole resume and how much money they have in their bank account and, you know, how many people they've slept with and how how attractive these people were relative to other people right. as far, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, uh, you, you're not then, saying, you're not then, saying then, then they shit say about that person that you can say by acting accurately, uh, accurately transcribing the voice and dialogue, right. you know, because right. I mean, that's what we go on when we're, that's what we go on when we communicate. We communicate in words right. and we communicate who we are in words. We don't, we don't have time to, you know, catch everybody up on, you know, what we've been doing in the last 10 years when we introduce ourselves to somebody. Exactly. We introduce exactly. ourselves um to uh to each person with with how we communicate verbally right uh uh, above all you know body language is is important but you know uh body language is important but we 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 don't communicate in body language you know we don't we we express things in body language but 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 the information uh and the information is, is, is said in words and that's, uh, that's how we communicate who we are. And it's just, you gotta be able to write dialogue. It's and, more realistic. And, and, the, and the more, you know, 
I don't know. I mean, it's like if, if, if you're trying to write a novel and you can't do dialogue, uh, in my opinion, you know, you're going to be, you're going to fail, unfortunately, you know, it's just, a, it's, and it's something that takes a lot of, I don't know, Jesus, I sound, I'm sound like I'm complimenting myself, but it's just, cause I think it's real fucking important. I think it takes a lot of skill to do that. It's not easy to transcribe a voice accurately. I think people try and they fail at it a lot and uh, you know, it rings false, you know, you just kind of, you kind of have to, I don't know. You just, it's like we were saying just now, it's like, you know, you have to listen. Right. And it's like me, right. I'm a writer. Right. So, you know, here I am, we've been talking for every five words you say, I say 20. I don't know how to shut the fuck up, but, (laughs) but, but, you know, at the same time, you know, you have to, you have to listen to be able to do it. You know, it has to go in to come out. Um, and, and, and it does, and it does take skill. And I think also, you know, you have to have respect for tradition too yeah, for when sure. you're coming at this writing. I mean, yeah. you know, it's both for sure. I've, I've learned a lot from reading, you know, from reading, uh, everything from Fielding to Dostoevsky, you know, to Hesse, to, uh, to Salinger, to Bukowski, to Hemingway. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Flannery O'Connor. So, you know, the bring, you know, bring women in and shit. Fucking, yeah. you know, uh, uh, the fucking, you name it, man. Like Sylvia Plath, Bronte, you know, yeah. not even like E.E. E. Cummings, motherfucking. Um, <laughs> For sure. You know, you say what you want. Like, you know, I don't know. Fucking, uh, <sighs> shit you name it i mean baldwin fucking um joyce uh all these people that just had i mean joyce carol oates for instance you know i don't think about joyce carol oates that much these days because i read joyce carol or not joyce carol oates i'm sorry joyce carol oates is another one right from this time period when i was reading but flannery o'connor especially right yeah yeah flannery o'connor I remember the first time I ever read Flannery O'Connor. I was in high school. Okay. And uh, what was I reading? I read uh, Everything That Rises Must Converge and A Good Man is Hard to Find. Yeah. And I mean, these things, man, they floored me. You know, I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be doing what I did today, you know, if I had not read Flannery O'Connor. Or, um, so you're going on you know, shit like that one, in high school. That's tight. Another another re- another one is like james joyce araby right james joyce araby um i still remember reading that last line i mean it's just like what um i'm a i'm a creature driven and derided by anger that comes at the end of that story yeah i don't know if you know araby i don't know that a, one bro it's it's a it's a hell of a short story oh, okay tight and um you know, <clears throat> absolutely fucking floored. Absolutely floored me. Um, and, you know, going back to pedantic, I mean, who's more pedantic than James Joyce? You know, <laughs> especially Finnegan's Wake or something like that, you know, but yeah. God bless him. So, but, you know, obviously I'm a hypocrite and I'm full of shit. And, uh, you know, I'm grasping at something and I don't know the answer. But you have to have, you know, respect for this tradition. and You, have, <clears throat> you do have to take it 
you know, you have to take it seriously. To me, a writer who doesn't respect good writing, a writer who doesn't respect, you know, the authors that, that came before him that really changed shit, that really moved the needle. Yeah. Um, you know, an author that an author that doesn't have respect for these things, um, you know, should should uh, write screenplays or something. For sure. You know, just stay away, stay out of the novel business. Did you um, feel like you had you had um, Did you feel like it was like a thing for you with like kind of like homaging like more recent influences you had in terms of going in how you went in? Um, like, I mean, I mean, I know you were saying like when we were talking like McClanahan was like one of the first people you read that it felt like he was writing, uh, talking how, how you, it was like, it was like somebody like me had written a book. Exactly. So like that energy, like when it was bombed out, when your book was bombed out, did you feel like a type of way about, I mean, obviously McClanahan has been going in, but like a type of like fidelity or anything like that or it was that a thing you felt like you had to i mean you i guess you write it in the book you write it in the book but in the end when i read hill when i read when i read hill william right and and i guess the thing that really blew me like the thing that blew me away um or whatever the thing that my first impression of it like or the first thought that i had of it when i finished it was just like you know the fucking guts it took fucking to write this book. Sure, bro. Like the fucking guts it took to write this book, and there were things you know that I didn't want to fucking write about in chair. Yeah, for sure. Bro. There were things that I was fucking scared to write yeah. about in chair. You know, I was very fucking scared. You know, I was scared what the reaction would be, especially you know, especially the military stuff. You're you know, and saying sure, some things that were kind of cold. Yeah. You know, yeah, cold, cold, but you know, uh, I, I felt you know had to be said, or yeah. you know, you know, it was it would have been a wasted opportunity, and you know, reading Hill William and just seeing man, you know, just the fucking guts it took yeah. to write that book. Yeah, man. I mean, I was I was running back some parts the last couple of days, and like I seen like. I feel like there's a lot of stuff in Cherry also about kind of operating in these specific social domains that are cold and savage. And, you know, a lot of stuff like, you know what I'm saying? Like you talk about like how to be a tough motherfucker and wanting to be tough and, you know, or not even wanting to be, needing to be for like social survival. And like, and then, and I feel like a lot of, and McClanahan with that too in that book and like, but then like always being able to like turn it and like find the sweetness and stuff. And I don't know, like he over here playing football, he snaps his damn arm in half, everyone starts puking and shit. But it's like, at the end of that, he's like, yo, I was finally, finally a tough motherfucker, you know? Or like, um, um, even, um, even the stuff with like Derek in that book and like going into the gnarliest shit. And then the points when like, he, he recognizes like Derek's like was a boy, was a child once, you know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. these turns yeah. are so emotion, like looking unflinchingly at some shit. Like, it's almost like with that stuff, with like the kind of like certain domains that are like high school football, like a bunch of kids bullying the blinded deaf kid, you know, yeah. like the fucking army. A lot of those domains, if you haven't been in them, you want to just write off everything that happens in them. But like those are domain that's not gonna change that those are domains that people go through and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like 
and you gotta look at them and then like find turns in them you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i i noticed that um comparison like when i was yeah. running it back i was thinking about that you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah one of the things that was like so fucking uh like beautiful to me about hill william is that the one where that's the one with the with the kids the gay kids got the hamster called uh hardy's right oh yeah oh yeah I mean, you know, that just hits such a note with me, you know, I don't know, man, you know, it's just like, you know, because I've been born in the South, whatever, I spent a lot of time in the South when I was a kid and coming up, you know, to the North and things like that. And, you know, it's kind of as far as like, I don't know, like my whole kind of family's progression, I guess, is like, you know, the further North we got, the better we were doing, but we still came we still came from, you know, we still came from the, or I still came from the South. My yeah. mother, she was, you know, she was from Europe, but, okay. um, you know, I don't know, just that, uh, that shit, that hamster called Hardee's, man. <laughs> it took me back, it took me back to some places, you know, and, and like, sure. you know, I really felt it, man. And then just, it was so, you know, it was just, it was, it was very, it was very real to me, you know, and I think, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, I mean, it's like, we kind of have this, like, the same, same kind of luck sometimes in some ways. It's like, you know, um, funny shit happens to us and it's a, and it's at our expense, you know, we're lucky <laughs> in some ways, but I think like, you know, I think that Scott feels like, you know, where he's writing from, he's been, the, you know, the butt of a joke or two in his life and, God knows I've been the butt of a few jokes in my life. It's funny you were saying early, you know, learn about uh, shit through TV, you know, when you're a yeah, kid. And it's like, yeah. I remember seeing some show on TV, right, where the guy's like, you know, like, hit me, hit me, you know, right, I'm like right. four years old, right? right. And, the, and the guy gets hit in the, hit in the stomach, he gets his ass kicked on the TV, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, I'm like somewhere, you know, with some kids, I'm like four or five, six, seven years old, four or five, I think, you know, and yeah. I'm like, and I'm like squ- wearing off against some kid i'm like you know i'm like what did the what did the tv say the tv said you know whatever so i'm right. like hit me hit me yeah, i'll be yeah. that motherfucker and punch me right in the stomach not <laughs> all the wind out of me <laughs> i'm laying on the floor you know but you know that's it is what it is he you got know? the I mean, ethic too of, of of self of of extreme self like extreme self he takes he takes he he, he made, yeah he he takes the fall he takes the fall you know and 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 it's in it's that's a that's a kind of the most basic level is is an appealing um attractive well i'll tell you quality, one thing you know? too you know this is where it's going wrong in a little bit and this is something that i fucking hate i hate i hate well i hate to see in writing is the infallible narrator righteousness you know yeah. the infallible narrator okay if i get if if I get to a certain amount of pages and the narrator hasn't done something fucked up, right? I'm done, man. I, I don't have time to read that. You know, sure. I really don't. And, uh, you know, it's like, you know, going back to like, uh, you know, going back to the, these guys that, that are selling a lot of books, you know, and I mean, right. you know, no, no disrespect to it, you know, you know, uh, James Patterson or Talking like thriller writers, or David Baldacci, something yeah. like that, right? I mean, you know, credit to them. I mean, these guys, they know how to connect with people, man. Right. And people like to read their books, right. and people and people enjoy reading their books. And it books, you know, 
fuck, man, we're not reading books to torture ourselves. That's what we're, we're trying books. to do. We're reading our books. Well, no, we're reading books to learn things, right. but yeah. also, you know, we're reading right. we're reading books to get a story, you know, and to be entertained. And they do it well, and they connect with a lot of people, and they have an ability to communicate with a lot of people, and and you know, get and get them to buy more of their books. We'll just say, I mean, you know, so I mean, fucking them, read them, they, read them shits in the first place, you know. But yeah, I mean, they're doing a real fucking. Dis- <laughs> I think they're doing a disservice in general. I mean, just <laughs> having this fucking shit where, you know, you've got this fucking infallible narrator and these right. black and white morals, you know, right. and uh, ethics or whatever you call it, and you know, it's kind of like, you know, these morality plays narrated by narrated by this infallible narrator who is a dick you know whether or not you know i don't care what sort of like you know um what sort of uh you know working class cliches are uh, ascribed to a guy you know you know this whatever narrator it is you know usually you know but it's uh this fucking, um, you know, these people are fucking snobs, man. Right, right, <laughs> a little bit. Right, so For sure. And um, I mean, yeah. And it's what I said in that thing that I wrote about Gion. Yeah. You know, for the for book form. Was, uh, I, and this is, uh, this is kind of, I don't know. If I could boil, it'd be so nice if we could boil things down in like a single phrase, you know, to answer it. But I think that like the difference between good writing and bad writing is a question of like, you know, well, first of all, I mean, do you have it or you, or, or you don't? Like, are you going to work and put the time in to be good at it? Right. A, right. And then A, like, what's your motive? Like, you know, are you trying to, you trying to bullshit people? Or are you trying to, you trying to be real? Right. And, um, you know, it says about, it's about killing a lie, man. You know, yeah. you want to kill lies. And yeah. that's my motivation. That's like what I want to do For sure. as a writer is that, you know, there are these fucking lies and I can't stand them. I can't stand a fucking lie. I thought of that far. And I, I want to recently, you know, like, you know, I don't care how pretty it is. I don't care how pretty it is. Like, is it true? You know, and sometimes you think you are on a good one and then some fucked up shit happens and it makes you question everything. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like that's kind of happening to me right now. Um, yeah. and, and, and how to find that truth. That You know, I don't mean it in any like fucking platonic way of like true, but like what really feels true about, I don't know, man. Some like more fucked up shit gets, like the harder it is to find that, I feel like, you know? Like I was even thinking like, I wanted to ask you like almost just on like a personal level, like, cause I was running back to William and at the end of that, he like goes to therapy and he goes to like a therapist and shit, you know what I mean? And, um, and then I, and I know your book is, is, is not nonfiction clean, you know? But like I, I also have a sense like without overstepping of like of like you know what I'm saying like you witnessed some shit when you were out there you know what I'm saying and like I was just like what like almost just not even about the writing like what's been like the most helpful shit for you like do you 
do you ever do shit like that? Like do like therapy shit or is it more your relationships or is it like your, like, I don't know. Is that a weird question, bro? I, no, I was just I mean, thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I only really go to therapy if the court orders me to do it, I, which happens from time to time. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, yeah, truth, this, I mean, getting at the truth can be cathartic, you know? I mean, I was living uh I was living with some bullshit in my head as far yeah. as this kind of like, what was it exactly that I went to? You know, who, who was right. it exactly that I, you know, that I was right. and, you know, who am I and all this and, right. uh, you know, where, where have I been? Where have I gone? Where am I going? Um, and one of the things for me, you know, and getting back to the truth, and I think, you know, the truth in and of itself, if, you, if you're telling the truth, you know, you're, you're well on your way to writing something beautiful because the truth in and of itself is beautiful, you know? And as far as how you want to tell it, I guess my, my rule when I was writing Sherry was, you know, could I say this in a, in a, in a room full of people in prison and, and not be fucking booed? I love that, dude. I love that. That's real as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, and that was kind of like the litmus test. I went, yeah. went through to see if I was being too fucking fancy, right? About some shit. For but, sure. Um, yeah. Um, what I had to kind of face down and cherry, I think, was just you know, you know, because I was writing about what I know. You know, Matthew Johnson, the guy who started this whole fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, Gian's partner at time. Yeah you know he uh yeah you know, i mean this guy has has had had a real has had a real profound influence on me as far as just you know just what do you say it was just, just say it you know just yeah. say it yeah you know yeah and uh it's hard because you don't as far as you know telling the truth isn't always easy you yeah. know it's just like you know, sometimes you just gotta tear the band-aid off. You know, right. you gotta you gotta step out. I rip that shit. And you feel like that you helped you. Yeah, I mean just yeah, just say it. And you know, again, like what I was dealing with, you know, I mean, was really, you know, well, why have I been where I've been? You know, why did right. I go through what I went through and what I mean, why am why am I here right now, you know, locked up and all of this, you know, yeah. and it was a lot of it was just like you know, you know, uh, say being full of shit, man. Being full of shit got me in a lot of bad places. Right. You know, and you have to look. Um, you have to. Truth now, is this. Go ahead. Truth is this, right? So you can come up with all these reasons to justify things, and it's like, uh, you know. I didn't look down on the army. I said, I, I still don't because the, you know, the good people in it. Yeah. And, you know, there's some, there's some times where, you know, there, there may be a day where somebody's got to die for some shit, you know, and you have to respect some people who are, who are willing to live, who, who are literally willing to fucking die for some shit for at sure. any moment. For sure. And I don't take that lightly at all. And I don't take, and I just I don't. Yeah. Um, you know, the 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 war, the Iraq war was fucking absurd. It was disgusting. Yeah. It was just it was a crime. It's still going on. Yeah. I mean it's 
what the U.S. is doing in the Middle East uh, to, to Muslim people, to Arab people, it's a genocide. Yeah. It's a genocide, and it's been going on for 20 years, and they're trying to destroy their culture. That's what it's about. People say it's about oil. People say it's about people saying it's about lithium now in Afghanistan. So why they're going to try and sneak around and stay. It's not about that. It isn't about that at all. It's about trying to destroy their fucking culture because damn, it's a bro. culture that's strong and they recognize it's strong. Yeah. And it's the only culture that really had not been totally taken over right. by the West, by the Western culture, right? right? And it was the one that was standing there. You know, whether, whatever your thoughts on it are, whatever your thoughts on how they were living, well, it's not, I mean, whose business is it? It's certainly not mine, how right. they live over there. Right. Or how they used to. Um, and I'm not saying that it was pure because, I mean, they had already been, you know, since World War One. you know, the Middle East was, was a colony that was, you know, controlled by people from outside of the region. Right. Who were of a different ethnicity. And, you know, they were being, I mean, you look at, uh, you know, the coup in Iran in 1953, Iran had a secular government uh, that had been elected democratically. Right. Uh, this guy, Mossadegh, Mossadegh, uh, Mossadegh, who was the prime minister. I mean, he's like the Gandhi of Iran, basically. And, uh, you know, he was very popular. He was an ethical man, principled man, just a great a great man, you know, a rare, uncorruptible man. And he was, uh, you know, he had, he had taken control uh, from from the Shah, you know, who- He's who got elected when it was still, when it was secular yeah. back then. Yeah, I, yeah. So, well, it was a sec, yeah, it was a secular government. Secular government. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, the United States came in and overthrew this guy uh, as kind of a, a favor to the, uh, Anglo-Iranian oil company, right? Which is now uh, called BP, British Petroleum. Damn. But uh, yeah, they they went in and they overthrew this government because they had nationalized the oil fields and oil refineries, right? And uh, um, you know, uh, what do you say? Uh, so. The reason being was they nationalized the oil refineries, which was actually ironic because, and it was a favor for the English, the British. And it was ironic because in England at the same time, the British government was nationalizing industries in Britain, right? So it was a total case of hypocrisy, a uh, case of total hypocrisy. Mm. Well, why was it a problem right. that the Iranians nationalized their oil fields? Right. And, um, you know, but it's okay when Britain, you know, nationalizes its energy sector or it's whatever, whatever it was, uh, I forget what it was nationalizing yeah. at yeah. the time. I think it was nationalizing a few industries, right? Uh, transportation industry, I believe, is okay. what some energy, whatever yeah. sectors. But why was it okay for them to do it, but it wasn't okay for the Iranians to do it? Well, it was because, you know, it boils down to race and culture, you know? And, you know, he was, it was a secular government, but he, but Mosdek was, he was, you know, he was, an Iranian, he was a Persian, you know, he was, he represented his people. 
and he was of his people and he was of his culture and he was doing what was right in his eyes for, you know, what was in the best interest of his people right. and not Western civilization. Right. And he had to go. Yeah. Right. And I mean, ever since then, I mean, it's the same thing, you know, um, you see it everywhere. Uh, you know, so why is it, but they got oil other places. Right. They got, you know, so right. why, why is it an issue uh, over there? Because it's because, because they're not going with the program, you know, right. because they right. have their own cultural identity and we're trying to destroy their cultural identity. It's like, so that's what's been going on. Now, did I know that? Did I understand two, right? that at the time that I joined the military? No, right. it wasn't about that. It was, it was, it was something where I made excuses to go into something that I just had a feeling was fucking wrong. Okay. Cause you know, even then, I mean, it was still, you know, there was not a lot of diversity of information right. that was coming out. And like the idea that the United States was, you know, an evil empire was not something that was in circulation. You know, again, we were the good guys. Right, that was, right. we're the good guys. America, you know, America's the greatest country ever. It's the greatest country in the world. People come to America because they want to live here from all over the world because it's the greatest country in the world. And you just, that's what you were told. And like, yeah. so you didn't think it was possible that, that like it could be as bad as it has turned out to be, you know, yeah. that I've seen it to be. And, uh, but I made excuses because it was about ego, you know, it was about, you know, I wanted, I wanted respectability. I wanted, you know, I wanted to be a respect, you know, a respectable man. I felt like I was not, and I saw it as a path to, you know, being a good person, seen as a good person. Yeah. You know, be doing what you're supposed to do because I, you know, I was, I was fucking around, being myself, you know, whatever, being lazy, selling fucking drugs, you know, yeah. getting fired yeah. from fucking jobs and shit, right. just being kind of like a real piece of shit, you know, and it's like. Instead of, you know, relying on myself to turn that around, right. you know, I was, you know, I wanted somebody to do it for me. You were doing what you thought was like, you were doing like I, the Clanahan said, you doing what they, they told you was the right thing to do on TV, yeah, like the information you had, right? Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the thing is, is I fucking was, I was kind of a piece of shit for doing it, though, because instead of putting it on myself, and taking the responsibility of, you know, right. I'm trying to make myself a better person. I figured that, you know, I could just give myself over to this institution, the military, and they would take care of it for me. You know, it'd be automatic, right? You didn't know that then. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't, but that was really what was going on. And that was about vanity too, you know? I mean, it's like, you know, there's wars going on, right? People are being murdered in their you know in their homes by right. invaders from you know the other side of the world right. and you know all i can see is you know well you know what kind of what kind of personal growth am i going to get out of this okay. you know yeah. but i'll tell you but tell you the thing i was going to tell you you know and this is the, and this is the fucking truth and it's a real piece of shit thing but it's true you know in the army and especially in these combat units right these lot these line units you know, there's this thing that, like, it, you know, you're all, you're all brothers, and that's true. Yeah. Or you know, it's not anymore, I guess, because now um, combat arms is open 
to, yeah. to women now, but in an yeah. infantry company, then, you know, you were all brothers and regardless of whether you liked each other or not, you know, uh, on a, you know, person to person, even if you don't disagree with that guy, you know, if that guy is in some sort of trouble, yeah. that guy's, if that guy is in fucking danger, like you will fucking lay your goddamn life down yeah. at the drop of a fucking hat yeah. to fucking, to get that, you know, to get that motherfucker out of trouble. And you will look out for one another like that. And it's, it's a powerful fucking thing. Yeah, And man. It's, it's true. Your book but has at the same time. Okay, okay. But at the same time, I will tell you, and this is this is it. There's also that thing that nobody fucking talks about. And it's like when you go to war, you know, you fucking there's part of you. It's not the whole of you, but there's part of you. There's there's a part of yourself, there's a voice in your head that's like, yeah, but I hope something happens, right? You want something to happen. You want to live through some shit. It's like, this pan- it's like this fucking pandemic thing right now. Yeah. It's like, you know, these people, they see it on TV. They glom onto it because they're so soft. They've never been through anything. So now they want to lie and tell themselves, you know, that they've been through this, hmm. this fucking great fucking. That's, that's a wild big, great take, thing that fucking yeah. happened, right? Yeah. And, and it's like, what? You've been fucking binge watching Netflix, man. You know, you've been at home the whole time. It's like, you know, you didn't die nobody died yeah. so like let's not yeah. act like you fucking like survive some shit because you didn't that's but, yeah. you know but like you're saying man you want something to happen so there's a plane there's a plane flying from you know texas to to the middle east right and you know there's a infantry you know there's an infantry battalions on this plane right or yeah. maybe like a couple companies right so let's say there's guys and there's a platoon on this plane and they're yeah. flying over there and yeah, they're brothers, right? But, you know, each and every one of them, you know, it's just like everybody else. I mean, they wanna they wanna live through some shit. They wanna have a story to tell when they come back, right? That's really and funny. they're completely fine with the ideas, like to get this motherfucking story, to come back with this story to tell. Some of these guys I'm with are gonna have to die. Damn, bro. And they're fine, yeah. and you're fine with that, yeah. and that's and that's the and that's the truth. Because I swear, you know, there were times where I caught myself being like, you know, I kind of want to go through some shit. You know, I want to I mean, go through it. I think you ripped that aspect of it honestly in the book. It's like the moment when that that girl, um, uh, she she's the first person to, to murk somebody on the turret. You know, oh, yeah. and everyone's like, "What the fuck? Why did she do that first? You know, you you can you accurately, um, you honestly convey that. But then I also think like a super powerful part for me is like late in the book, when Manny, the dude Manny, flips on flips on him, and and rats people out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and, and and it sort of reminds me of the moment when 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 in Hill William when when he like is able to see Derek as a little, as a little boy, almost like as his child, you know, after all the gnarly shit that he did, you know? And even when Manny mm-hmm. flips, you, the narrator's kind of like, that was just a shitty thing he did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see both sides mm-hmm. of that in there. Cause there is, there is a kind of able to find the empathy uh, for, for another, another, another man, like despite the gnarliest shit, you know what I'm saying? 
and looking yeah. clear at the gnarliest shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is what it is. I mean, it's just like, yeah. And I wasn't trying to fucking, I really wasn't trying to disrespect the military when, uh, when I was, when I was doing this thing, you know? And, uh, I mean, shit, it wasn't like I was like the fucking smartest guy there. I yeah. You were telling your you know? story. And I, yeah, I know there's a lot of people probably that, you know, who I was over there with, or maybe who went over with other people, you know, who did not appreciate, you know, the things that I said about it, you know, but I was just trying to fucking tell the truth, you know. But, you know, how's, to this day, I have love for every one of those guys, yeah. you know. How's your day-to-day in, 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 in Oxford? Uh, Man, <clears throat> This is not bad, you know, living with Rachel, Rachel Rabbit White, you know. Um, It's a fucking great poet, man. She she can fucking write, you know. It's just, it's a real humbling thing to be the second best writer in the house. Hey. (laughs) You know what I mean? For real. But, uh, you know, she's been doing it a lot longer than I have. You know, she was doing uh, journalism, you know. Back when I was robbing banks, she was fucking... You know, writing for Playboy and shit or whatever. You know, that's so, tight as hell. You know, she's uh, I fucking learn a lot from her, man. I just feel really blessed. You know, I feel like uh, I don't know. I mean, I just uh, I just I can't say how fucking grateful I am just for things to be the way they are. You know, I mean, it's just like yeah, fuck. A lot of people are fucking. A lot of people are suffering right now. You know. Yeah, man. I mean, we've all fucking, we've all suffered because of this bullshit, you know. For but, sure, bro. You know, I, I can fucking, I can honestly say that, I mean, it's just kind of like, um, you know, day to day, I mean, my situation's real good. I mean, there's no lockdown here in Mississippi. So you can go into a restaurant, the waitresses aren't even wearing masks, you know, God the damn. servers aren't even wearing masks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's pretty... It's pretty open down here. You guys just been posted. Uh, you going in on you going in on your new shit? Yeah, and then you know being able to write and just have a chance. You know maybe this next novel will be published, and sure. you know I'll get to do it again, and I'll have that again. You know, just I don't know the feelings that come with with getting a book done. You know that, yeah. that that's going to be coming up soon, maybe God willing. Um, What's up? You know, like it's just a humbling thing, you know, just to to feel so to feel fortunate at a at a time when just so many people are just having bad luck. You know, it's just I mean it's a mixed bag, you know, because I do, you know, it's heavy on me to a certain extent because I just you know, I've done a lot of bad shit in my life and like, you know, to be doing okay when so many people are doing bad. For sure, bro. It's it's um you know it's not good. I mean I've I mean I've been through some shit since I got out of jail. I mean obviously my mother passed away and you know, that was a little over a year ago and that that was that was not good. Yeah. Obviously you know that's fucking that's fucking that's some real shit. But yeah. um, you know as far as like the last few months and all this, I mean it's just it's as good as it can be under the circumstances. It's literally. As good as it can be. Listen, Gian was fucking terrible. Yeah. And uh, I'm sad about that. You know, I talk to him on the phone, you know, now and then. 
and uh, I can't do that anymore. That's no, fucked up. I know. And uh, you know, but as far as like me, my shit, you know, it's just like I don't know. I mean, I'm, I've got a chance to write another book, maybe, and like you know, I'm living with Rachel, and I mean, she's done so much for me. I've learned so much from her, and yeah. uh, I just feel. I just feel fucking, uh, I feel blessed, you know? Yeah, that's good. That's good to keep that under perspective. And I know how you feel. I know what you mean, man. It's <sighs> just trying to keep be open to everybody. And I don't even know, man. Sometimes you don't even know what to do, but. Um, yeah, no, congratulations on your stuff, man. I just, we'll see. We'll I, know see, man. I don't know. I know it's bad, man. I know it's bad because yeah. you had your, your vision of what was going to happen and that vision's different. But, you know, the thing is, is that, uh, you know, you, you fucking belong here, I believe. And, you know, it isn't just because, you know, Gion said you were good, you know? I mean, Gion recognized that you were good, but you're good. I just want to do right by everybody, bro. I just want to do right by everybody. And I want to make people feel bad, bro. Uh, because I didn't, I don't know, man. That's just how I feel about it. And I don't know how I'm going to do that, but I'm, I'm going to try. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, well, I mean, it's about, I mean, it's about taking it seriously. I mean, we've been given a chance. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like the last, like, I would have felt like the last person in the world that would have been the position that I'm in. You know, I'm a fucking writer. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, like, what? Like, yeah. okay, sure. But, you know, it's just about doing it as well as you can, never phoning it in and never being full of shit if you can help it. And just, and just, you know, recognizing that, like, this shit is fucking sacred, man. It's, it's fucking holy. It's bigger than us. You know, I mean, without art, you know, what what would we be? I mean, we would just be. Oh man, it redeems. It redeems. It redeems humanity. You know, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep going in myself, but I also just feel yeah. like you know what you're saying earlier. Like everybody's struggling, and like that energy, and like I just want to keep going in, like talking to people. Like, yeah, but it like, means because you gotta yes. fucking earn it, man. You yeah, gotta earn it. You can't sure. just be like, you know, I'm gonna write a book because you know I'm fucking Sean Conroe. You know, right, you but... fucking no, that's not it, man. It's like you're nobody, and it's like the book is what it is. You know, if the book's not good, you know, it's not about it's not about the author. It's about the fucking book, and is the book good enough? And you gotta make the book. You know, you got your book. Your book's fucking good, man. Your book's great. Appreciate and the way it, you write is fucking great. I mean, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's good. It's good. But like, the thing is that one's done and it's like, we got to Now we got to do the next one. And it's I'm going to keep like, going man. in. I'm just saying yeah. it, seems, it seems random because a lot of people, you know, a lot of people did a lot of shit for me and there's a lot of good shit out there too. You know what I mean? And that's like you said, that's a thing Gian did. And, and I, I don't know how I can, but I want like, I mean, I've been doing this shit for a minute, man, talking to people I, I fuck with and I want to keep doing that. That's all I'm uh -huh. saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah, look, and look yeah. out for other people. I think people. we gotta, yeah, but look we gotta out for other people, bro. That's what we I'm saying. 
we got to approach everything we do as if we have like we have no we've never done it before and we just got to work shit. real fucking hard man sure, we got to work real hard because this because it's got to get better man it's man it's like it's got to get better yeah. i mean fucking books man it's it's fading kind of in a lot of ways i mean you know it's, it's desperate I, there's dude. there's a lot of things that are that are taking uh you know, taking the that are taking the place in people's attention. You know. Yeah, but there's nothing you know I mean? like that, dude. There's nothing like the intimacy of and the quietness that puts you in. I don't yeah, know, and you when just you read you, some shit. You know, that's how I. Feel. Yeah, you can't say as much. It's the way you can say the most. Yeah. You know, you can say the most, and you can be the most specific. Yeah. You know, it's just like you're never gonna be able to say it in a fucking TikTok video. You yeah. know, there's and there's information. We got important things to tell one another. Yeah. And books are the books are the best. The best. Um, that's her. Yeah, that serves its purpose, but it ain't it ain't this. I mean, I wanna. Yeah, I wanna read your new shit whenever you wanna. Whenever it's ready. Um, yeah. I, I'm no, happy that you, you. You. I'm happy that you well. I'm going in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That makes me happy. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah. bro. Um, well, it's good I, talking to you, man. Yeah, it's, it's always good, good talking, talking to bro. You. Um, I'm a yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm just. I'm gonna run this like I'm. I'm gonna sit on this for a second and um, see what's good with it. So I'm not gonna yeah, spend anything cool, on you. And then um, we'll go in. Right. And, but, uh, yeah. All right, bro. All right, man.